Hello and welcome to Healing from Within. I am your host, Cheryl Glick, Reiki Master Energy Teacher and author of the newest book in a trilogy, A New Life Awaits, Spirit-Guided Insights to Support Global Awakening, which share stories and messages from spirit that show us our challenges are often not merely economic, political, or societal, but a disconnect from our true being or soul wisdom. In today's show, I welcome Elka Schultz, author of Anxiety Warrior, who will help us understand the nature of anxiety, fear-based energy, depression that leads to procrastination, feeling unwell, and holding us back from creating the happy, purposeful life we all desire and deserve. Hello, Elka, and thank you for joining us on Healing from Within to share your thoughts on creating practices to help deal with the trauma and stresses of life, which are anxiety, fear, and depression. Wow, thank you so much, Sherry. appreciate it, and I appreciate and honor the opportunity to share. Okay. Elka, as listeners of Healing from Within well know, my introspective guests and I share intimate stories of discovering we are really indeed more than our physical bodies and that everyday problems can bring fear and worry into our thinking process. By discovering more about ourselves and the personal power we possess within, we can learn to deal with past trauma, fear that creates anxiety, and often lower the level of discomfort in mind, body, or spirit to manageable levels so we can feel and respond differently to any troublesome event. In today's episode of Healing from Within, Elka Schultz will share strategies and exercises and the thoughts of five contributors to her book who share her passion to empower people to realize their inner strengths. Elka Schultz will guide you to go from feeling like a victim of anxiety to an empowered warrior over it. And there's nothing better than that. And in your book you have absolutely uh, discovered and deliver practices that will work. El- absolutely, and um, and you're right. Uh, I've got five contributors who are just as passionate and just have made um, a list at the end of all these great strategies that we can do right now. Like, they're very accessible, so I'm really excited to share and and um, yeah, and we'll get to um, it. <laughs> yes, we we'll will. We it. will That's share right. it. Oh, you gave me a lot of uh, food there ahead of time. <laughs> so one of the things that you mentioned, and and I agree wholeheartedly, is that you know regular life can wear us down, and and life doesn't always dole it out evenly, and. And so one of the things that I do, and, and you're right, we need to keep up our resilience and our strength. And and one of those things that I do every day is I do my daily practice. So I'm constantly filling my cup with affirmations and mantras and gratitude and reflection. And, and that sets the tone and the channel for where I want to go in the day. Absolutely. And I find that investment, and I call it an investment because... Sometimes, and I've been there uh, where I rushed uh, 
you know, get out of bed and rushed into the day, and, of course, uh, things would drop or go backwards. And when I find I take this reflection time that, um, yeah, I, I choose how I enter the day, and, and there's a sense of centering, and, you know, if, if I do get unbalanced, which is natural, then I just take five. I just sit down and, and regroup, and it's such an important thing to do. Absolutely. And, um, a spiritual practice is necessary in order to handle all the challenges coming from the outside world. Our inner world has to be strong and we have to uh, uh, do certain things to make that happen. It doesn't come without consistency and putting in the effort. But I wanted to ask you, I always love to ask all my guests to think back <laughs> to their childhood. We're going to start uh, to find how this all began, your interest and your passion. Uh, and remember, a person, place, or event that may have suggested to you or others around you the interest in work and lifestyle that you're going to embrace as an adult as an adult because i believe the path is already within the heart and soul of the child for a destiny uh, they will discover along the way so think back oh i remember i know <laughs> I you remember do <laughs> so clearly and i've recalled the story um i was i remember being five years old and my nose just went above my dresser and my eyes, I, I saw my eyes in the mirror and I remember looking in the mirror and thinking that I felt so old. <laughs> and uh, yes, as a five-year-old, I didn't understand what that meant, um, though I, I always had this sense of a child that that I was watching. And I was watching people around me, situations, and I was also that child that asked questions that um, had adults scratching their heads. And uh, so, yeah, I knew then. And I also wrote I, as soon as I could write. Uh, and I still have a collection of these papers um, that I, I would write poems and poetry. And, and um, so it started very early on. And I knew I would be writing a book. I knew that from an early age, and and yeah, and I've had lots of interesting experiences that remind me of of being that I think an old soul. Um, well, you know, I always heard that said, and I never really quite understood it. But what you just described was me also as a child. I would listen to the adults, and I would say. Why don't they understand they're not behaving in the right way? I would yeah. sense and see, and I and I would cry. Uh, that was my way of getting their attention to try to redirect them. Uh, but we were aware of things. Now, you wrote something in the book, and you wrote, uh, I have, because this goes along with this sensitivity that you were born with, and I was born with it also. And you wrote, I have had anxiety all my life, but I did not always know it. As a child, I had migraines, tummy aches, and flushes feelings so often that I had to miss school. My mom believed me. However, my dad did not think I was truly sick. And you weren't, of course. You were just sensitive to energy and the feelings and thoughts of other people. Often I, Absolutely. Yeah. yeah, if I would be the kid that cried in the back if the teacher was giving someone else heck, and I would be crying. And I, I remember sitting there, I still remember these times, 
I'd sit there and go, why am I crying? Because I knew I wasn't in trouble. Um, and I, I didn't real, I didn't understand what you um, were, were, and I was the same way. Uh, you were overwhelmed by the energy of the events, yes. right? Yes. If you and didn't, I didn't have the boundaries to, to protect your sensitive chakras and your connection to spirit, you were highly sensitive and talented and gifted. And you write, I remember as a teen feeling angry, hopeless, misunderstood, and very alone until I met my two very special teachers. You want to tell us about them? Yeah, they were pretty incredible. And um, I remember um, Mr. Hodwitz, and uh, I talk about him in the book, and he knows that. I had the pleasure of, of telling him that he saved my life. I felt like he That's saved my life. Beautiful. He was a drama teacher, and I remember also my dad didn't want me to take the course. My dad, being very practical, wanted me to be in the sciences, and uh, he wanted me to have a good education. And my father didn't understand how um, I was very applied, tactile. I was also very sensory, and um, he called drama um, a Mickey Mouse course, mm. and which is terrible. Uh, but I argued and said, then I'll just sit in the library if you're not going to let me take it. Um, and I w- Because I had, at that time, we had to have so many courses to finish high school, and I was way beyond, and and I uh, really wanted to take the drama. And, That's and wonderful. And I remember that class uh, really influenced how I facilitate. That teacher just was amazing. He'd come in the class, and he'd, he'd look at us, and he'd go, yeah, we're going to do this instead. He could read us. He was mm. very sensitive. Intuitive. And, um, His intuition. Yeah, we've talked since about some of the exercises and how he facilitated. And I got that from him, which is really great. And then my other teacher... Well, um, let me just say it was in your life plan. Oh. Every person we meet who comes into our plan, every experience we have actually, is empowering our soul to gather new expressive energy to be more creative. And nothing is random, you know. No, right. Nothing's good or bad. It's just experience, and it's the way we look at it. You mentioned also, this was interesting, these teachers saved your life, and after their classes I felt I would be okay in the worlds. And you used the word worlds. What did you mean by that? Well, be prior to that, so dialing it back, is I felt um, like a misfit. I felt like a, um, <laughs> a square peg trying to go in a round hole. Mm-hmm. I was very much, uh, I felt different. Um, I dressed differently. I mean, I, I really, I, I had friends. I was not ever bullied or anything like that, which is interesting when I think back now. And um, I didn't really belong anywhere. However, um, the kids all kind of, if I was near them, they would talk to me. So it was, it was okay. But so I, and I also thought I didn't understand what I was going to do with my life, and I felt so misplaced. And I think, again, it's back. Um, you know, I, I was. My parents were directing me in a direction that wasn't fitting for me. And and I know that they they meant well. Of I'm not course. angry about that. But, yeah. Um, it just I didn't fit. I didn't fit in school. Um, I didn't fit in in the subjects you know that my father wanted me to take. So uh, when I took um, these two classes, the other one was Miss, Mrs. Yao, and she t- she taught uh, creative English, and that's where 
um, she had us, um, you know, compile all our poetries and writings. That's when I started journaling. And I just felt like there was something, um, I don't know, I'm making a hand. If you can see me, sort of this flame coming up in my soul that that started to come alive and, and get kindled and and I think, too, acknowledged. And so after that, I felt, okay, there's, there's people that understand me or can hear me, and um, maybe, you know, there's something I can do in this world. And, and I meant the world. I meant um, as in society, people, as relationships, anything, just to be. Yeah, you, you, you had a lot to offer the world, and you had to find your way uh, to bring all this creative energy into the world to help people heal, to help people be whole in a holistic way. And you've done it with your book. And I also, 25 years ago, was told that I would write three books. And I said, I don't think so. (laughs) (laughs) But you see, spirit knows where we're going and when we're going there. And during these last 25 years... I, I removed myself from the process my father and mother wanted me to be on in business and in the world to retain my own spiritual awareness once again and develop those talents. See, my father was like you, was very methodical. He was a podiatrist, and he wanted me also to be in academics and and not the he called it the airy fairy world. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, I've heard that. Yeah. <laughs> so, so at any rate, um, uh, that's when I uh, began to meditate and develop my spiritual practice, and to meet lots of people who guided me, right? And I have uh, completed what I was supposed to do—the three books, the trilogy. So uh, we were born to do this. And it was only yeah, a I matter of... I really oh, it. absolutely. And it feels right. It does feel good. And, and, and it's brought such happiness and peace into my own soul. I know you feel the same way. And so do many of our listeners out there who have struggled with some of the same issues. They're not really problems. They're ways towards our spiritual growth and to connect us more fully to each other through love and compassion and the rising of this passion within us which is coming from our soul which has experienced so many uh, lifetimes besides this one and that's what you meant when you were an old soul and I didn't understand that in those days because I didn't believe in that concept but no and I didn't understand it either as a kid I, right. I just you knew. I was puzzled. I was, and I looked in my eyes, and I've actually written a little story about it, which I have since um, thought um, that I need to share this with my kids um, because they don't—they don't even know this about me—that <laughs> um, I've had that experience, and it's just really interesting. When you looked I, in I your eyes, feeling very puzzled. As when a you child. looked in I mean, your eyes, did you see a great light? When you looked in your eyes, did you see a great yeah. light? Sorry? Did you see a great light when you looked in your no, eyes? No, I just remember. Uh, um, no, I just remember looking and and I guess I'd have to think about it a bit more. But I just remember looking in my eyes and and I had this feeling, more a feeling of feeling really old and mm. and older than old, like 
older than my parents, older than grandparents. Like it just this real yeah. sense of of uh, oldness, and um, and I found it very puzzling um, because I didn't understand. I didn't understand the concept either, but it just had that feeling. So I didn't really, yeah, and it was, and then I just, I remember just going away and uh, away from the mirror. I mean, and that's all right. It it didn't scare you, but it, you remember it, and that's why it's important. It didn't because now you understand it. But let's get back to it's important our listeners know what is anxiety and how can we start a checklist of the things that trigger a person's anxiety. So what is well, anxiety? One main, yeah, one of the main things is make sure, like, okay, the daily practice we talked about. The other is really take care of your sleep. And um, I think a lot of us, um, and I know in North America this is a thing, is that uh, so many people don't sleep well. My clients that I see in my office, pretty much all of them when they come in, they're not sleeping well. And that's one of the things we really work on. And that can come from so many directions. And, Sherry, the reason I mention it is it only takes three to four nights of bad sleep in a row. And we already go to that worry, negative thinking and um, sleep, good sleep really does help us rejuvenate and we need that to be resilient and to do uh, those things like daily practice and um, to be able to do the other things that we need to do to do self-care. So um, getting that good sleep. The other thing um, that I think is really important is, um, and you mentioned about uh, being empathetic and that can be a good thing and then it can be not a good thing and um, we need to protect ourselves and um, a shield, this is very practical. It, I learned it um, through two places, firstly at, in Tai Chi and then um, uh, secondly in EMDR. However, um, the tapping and the concept, it's very uh, similar. So if people can think of of if you put your arm out and it's interesting <laughs> I've got my arm out right now I <laughs> I um so I'm very kinesthetic so it's like if you can put your arm out so it's arm's length and our spirit energy does go further than that however if we can even create some kind of uh protection or field um that is around us and um whether sometimes we use the thing about my space or my hula hoop that kind of idea of protecting ourselves, and it doesn't mean that we're shutting ourselves off no. at all. It just means that we're we're going to um, uh, be discriminating on what energy we take in, and there's no judgment there. Um, just sometimes there's energy we just don't want in our field, and then there's energy that's okay with that. So um, it's important to have a shield and protect ourselves. Um, well, you know what so- I do when I go... Usually, when I go into new locations where I don't What's know, I, when I don't know what the energy will be like, I just ground yeah. myself. I think of myself as a tree and the roots going into the ground, and I breathe it up and send it into the universe. And I surround myself with this protective shield. Nice. And I and 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 I ask to be protected. And I close Lovely. my chakras and, and the know, other way. Um, and I do it all the time now, too. In Tai Chi, I, I learned it as um, she said it in your um, chi area, so just under your belly button. She said, imagine a lotus flower 
so don't have it open all the way. Right. And she said, um, you know, if you then it, then if something comes in that that doesn't feel right, you can quickly close it. Mm-hmm. Or if there's love or joy that you want to to let that in, you can open it. And so that's how I learned it initially. And and so your tree that works lovely. Um, I do protection around myself. I also do it around my pr- property and, of course, my yes. loved ones. And we're so energetic. And, um, you know, when we slow down, we can connect with each other's energy. And it is really lovely. And I keep thinking of what you said earlier about rejoice, 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 <laughs> because that's what, you know, we that's what we aspire to. And, and we all deserve to thrive. We all deserve to really celebrate this miracle of life that we have every single moment is so precious and um, well people forget that this is what happens i even yes. have to be reminded i had a, a medium tell me not too long ago when i asked the question well what am i supposed to be doing now i've done this and this and this but i don't want to miss the mark and i want to use my abilities uh to help as many people as possible so she says to me well the guides say all you have to do is rejoice, rejoice, and rejoice. You don't have to do anything more. So then in being happy, in being healthy, we're already sending out energy to help so many other people. Right? So, And that's so lovely. It's perfect. Yeah. And, and I think... But I had to be reminded. Yeah, and I have to be reminded. And I think that's... Well, that's... Uh, I know that's why my daily practice is so important is and and it has been enhanced it keeps getting enhanced and I get excited about that because you know I've been doing this practice for many years and have been feeling really good my life has changed I've manifested so many amazing things in my life and um and then to do this practice and to celebrate and you know I don't wake up every day with this inner dance, sometimes I wake up and I'm mopey. And, and of then course, we're, I, we're only human. <laughs> exactly. So we have and all so these emotions. I think it's important for listeners to hear because, right. you know, sometimes they think, oh, you know, she's always happy. And no. So the thing is, that daily practice, I can evoke loving memories. I can evoke gratitude. I can bring that back into my life. I can choose the channel that I want to enter my day with. And, and of course, then it just keeps rolling. And if I've got the dropsies or I'm cranky or, you know, I'm muttering under my breath, I stop myself and say, whoa, that's not the energy you want here. You know, come back to the fantastic, the, the great life that you have. And even, even when we're being challenged, um, you know, right now I've had a groundhog that's been decimating my garden. <laughs> and, and I, there's been this challenge around all that and it's, it's been the first time that's ever happened. So, and I've noticed the stress and I, and today, you know, my whole mantra has been, you know what? It doesn't wreck today. You've got some really cool things going on. Life is good. Absolutely. Let the, let the little creature have a little treat also. It's not all that important. I have the same thing going on. I have these beautiful little rabbits 
that have never oh, been on yeah, I do too. never <laughs> been on my property before and and yeah they're eating some of them, but I love them they're so beautiful it's like a little vision of nature so close to my door and I just accept it whatever it's all okay now you were talking about manifesting for a minute yes. let's let our listeners know something I've, I've been thinking about that since reading your book and I was thinking back to when I I've been manifesting all my life, but I never yeah. knew it. I would get thoughts, yeah. and I would say, gee, I like that. I'm going to do it. And within a week or so, I had a new business. I, you know, the other, yeah. the other day I said to my assistant, I gave her a reading, and she offered to pay me. And I said, well, no, but, you know, I do have to be paid for my services. Uh, that's the best way for the service to be valuable to you. So, but if you want to find me a little treat somewhere, nothing too much, then you go out and do it. And the next week she came back to me, and she brought, brought me this little tree of life. She went into a karma store, a holistic store. It's called Karma. It's in my town. And, uh, nice. and she, and she gave me this little, this little tree of life with these little precious stones on it, colored chakra colored stones. And I got so excited because in a reading that I gave a, my daughter two weeks before, there had been the same vision of this little tree of life and this message to her that all the friends and family she was gathering around her and helping were her true joy in life. Nice. And I, I said, you see, I gave it, I thought it, I liked it, and this girl found it for me. Now, it's happening to everyone, these beautiful little miracles it's just yeah. they, uh, they're not paying attention, but you and I and many of other people listening today are paying attention. So that's what manifesting is. One of the things I did was I started a little miracle book because I found, and again in my humanness, I would trip and get mopey, and um, I thought, oh, I'm going to start keeping track of miracles. And I just, I, you know, the ones that are maybe profound, they're happening all the time, of course. And just having these books and finishing them, it's it's like they're it's so amazing, and it reminds us. And you're right; there's miracles happening all the time. And and um, but it's manifesting. I always, as a kid, thought I was lucky. And Me I don't too. Know where I got the yeah. idea, but I, I thought, thought I was, was lucky. so smart, was so lucky. <laughs> and so I was always lucky. And the, and the other interesting thing is, I actually, and I didn't know this, but as a, um, a single mom, I, I lived in poverty most of that time, and I didn't know that, which was interesting. I didn't know that till later. Um, I always felt lucky. I always felt blessed. I always had enough. And um, there was one day I wanted to change my life, which is in the book and that, but... Um, and, and, you know, I did go back to school, and I've totally changed my life. And it's so interesting that um, I didn't think that I was in poverty. I always believed I was blessed. I always believed I was lucky. So, of course, I was. And you know <laughs> and, what? Um, I also didn't have much as a child, but I never thought I was poor. 
I was always right. happy. I was smart. I had friends in school. I had a lovely family, aunts and uncles and cousins and grandparents. That's our spiritual sense of uh, gratitude. And I want to <laughs> thank you, Elka Schultz, yeah. for sharing practical and creative ways to deal with anxiety, which is, as we all know, and can be a debilitating obstacle when not understood. It can sap energy, cause undue worry and stress, and can lead to all manner of physical ailments as the body attempts to process to process all the emotional triggers and reactions that are happening at light speed within. So to read about ways to deal with these feelings and to conquer anxiety and to become an anxiety warrior and to purchase this book, go to anxietywarrior.ca. In summarizing today's episode of Healing from Within, Elka Schultz and her participant authors in her book, Anxiety Warrior, have offered many practical methods, techniques, and solutions to anxiety and also to understanding your uniqueness through anxiety, which often shows up early in life and can show up also unexpected in our lives at different times, whether regularly or once in a while, and how by paying attention to these feelings, we can also start to realize it's a gift to expand our understanding and love for life, and we can recognize changes uh, to situations and people and events uh, causing any feelings of discomfort or stress, and we can do it efficiently and quickly. Elka has helped readers discover how connection and relationships can ease anxiety. And she writes, inclusion, belonging, and relationship help to promote a sense of safety and reduce the experience of anxiety. Elka and I would like you to take steps towards awareness and practice by identifying your mental blocks facing the dragons or imagined fears and realizing quite possibly you are often your own worst enemy and this actually limits achieving your greatest joys and moments of success uh, by these perceived fears you see they're not real often they're just perceived and you can make new perceptions in your brain development and choices that can bring about the changes you truly desire. I am Cheryl Glick, host of Healing From Within and author of A New Life Awaits Spirit Guided Insights to Support Global Awakening and I invite you to visit my website CherylGlick.com to learn about the world of energy eternal life, science, spirituality, metaphysics, psychology, medicine, healing, the arts and music, and to find ways to self-investigate your inner being and the world around you. Shows may also be heard on webtalkradio.net and dreamvision7radio.com. Thank you.